0: TGIW, my friends, TGIW, yes, you've got to be thankful for every single day that we are given, and it is hump day, which means we're midway through the week for all of those of you that uh, work Monday through Friday and just cannot wait to get to Friday so you can enjoy your weekend. God bless you. Uh you know one thing that we should all be thankful for if you're working or hopefully you're on unemployment or you're getting PPP I know a lot of Americans right now are very thankful that the president took action and so many Americans are actually still able to make it through this pandemic. Hopefully uh we get back to normal and where we were going before this pandemic which was booming. <laughs> we were having a booming economy. Are you kidding me? Sometimes you just have to remember how good things were. And then make sure you remind your friends or family that are giving this president any crap because he's the one with his policies that got us to where we were at before this pandemic. So thank you guys for choosing to spend a little bit of your day with me. If you're on Facebook, they're still being nice to me. Thank you so, so much. Please hit the share button right now. Maybe somebody you know will hear something or see something on today's episode that'll make them wake up and start to do more of their own research and hopefully shut off the nonstop propaganda that is the liberal mainstream media if you're on twitter please hit that retweet button right now my youtube audience thank you so so much for viewing and if you're listening via the david j harris jr podcast you get not only these daily shows but also my amazing one-on-one interviews i've got some amazing ones lined up already some in the bag that are dropping this week search david j harris jr on your favorite podcast platform. All right, let's get into the news. Oh, we got some news and I got some videos that I got to show you. Some are not good. Some are good. Some are just uh, downright despicable. And then there's some that just make you say, yes, thank God we've got police. And thank God that they're starting to uh, have their own handcuffs taken off of them with the ability to fight back against these criminal riotist protesters. So this, this uh, this shows a lot, I think, about the absolute cowardice. That is everybody and anybody that's a part of the BLM movement. They absolutely are cowards. A BLM thug did what thugs do best. He attacked a black Trump supporter. But it's the way that he did it. The police quickly moved in and arrested the man. And the other BLM protesters did what they do best. They cried and whined. Oh, why is he being arrested? Well, because he assaulted somebody. One said that the man who attacked... Who was attacked through the first punch, but in the video it is very clear that he did not throw the first punch and I've got that video for you right here. Look at this coward trying to go at this black Trump supporter when the Trump supporter turned his back to him. That shows you and tells you just how cowardice these criminals are.
1: Don't do it right here. Hey, 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 hey. hey, hey, hey. It's a setup, for hey, don't even do it, so. Don't do it, too. don't do it, though.
2: don't it, Oh, shit. Yeah,
1: oh, shit. Let
2: me up 1st up 1st
0: it's called assault for all you criminals that don't know anything whatsoever other than just the true cowardice that you all carry you can't slap somebody, you can't hit somebody, you physically assault somebody, you even spit on somebody and that is considered assault and you will be detained for it. Thank God the police were there and thankfully that Trump supporter did what he should have done and that's not continue the situation any further but just back away and let the police do their jobs. Anybody else thankful that we have police that are actually doing their jobs? and the, For the most part, most all police are doing their jobs uh, in, in only in areas where they're being told to stand down Are they not able to do what they all signed up to do, which is to protect and to serve? Well, seven other Antifa terrorists, that's what they are, were arrested on federal charges over the weekend after the carnage in Portland. Seven very surprised members of Antifa, Antifa will be facing federal charges for their part on the attack at the federal courthouse in Portland. I think, I still think these numbers need to be a lot higher. A lot more people need to be arrested. Rioters in Portland are, are used to getting away with their crimes. The mayor is on their side. The police commanders hold back, uh, their men from enforcing the law and prosecutors who regularly drop charges against these Antifa criminal terrorists. But unlike dealing with Portland, with Portland, uh, and Multoma County District attorneys, they will be facing federal prosecutors this time. Not only are the prosecutors much, much tougher, but the penalties for breaking federal laws are also much more stringent, especially since at least five of the Antifa members are charged with assaults on federal officers. This brings me to this video right here. This video is when there are no police around. Again, I had Victor Marks, a gentleman that's got a 7th degree black belt. He trains special operations personnel all over the military, and he trains civilians. I'm actually going to be taking one of his training courses with my bride. Uh, we shared on a podcast what we should do and what we should not do. Friends, I'm sorry, but if you're caught in the middle of something like this, do what you can but don't try to go on the offensive this gentleman tried to go on the offensive and he was swarmed this could be sensitive for some of you to watch however in the end it does look like the gentleman is okay but this is something that you should just not do So I'm all for standing up for somebody that's being uh, beaten, but also we've got to use our most powerful weapon. And it's not a hockey stick. It's our minds. You know, the one woman that came up in the end with her hands up, submissively, understanding that there is a swarm of individuals that are acting riotously and just mobbed this man. She came up with her hand up, pleading for him to stop. I wonder if that man had done that and taken that tactic if things had gone differently for him. I understand the frustration. I understand the desire to truly try to stand up for somebody that cannot take take care of or stand up for themselves, but we've got to be smart. If I was in a situation like that, I wouldn't jump out with a hockey stick. If I had a gun, well, I would jump out with that. I think that would get people away. If you do not have a gun, friends, don't get out with a hockey stick or a baseball bat or nunchucks or anything else because you're probably gonna get swarmed. It just takes one individual like you saw to take you down and then they'll mob you. So that's what we should not do. In the middle of so much racial controversy that's constantly being spewed at us from the mainstream media, you'd think that our elected politicians would, uh, would stay out of it. Well, not in Oregon. This Oregon politician said he received a racist letter. Yeah, but he received that letter from himself. <laughs> An Oregon Oregon politician admitted that he wrote himself a racist letter after claiming he received the threats anonymously. Jonathan Lopez, who was an uh, Umatilla County commissioner candidate, claimed on social media that he'd received a threatening letter from an unknown source. As it turns out, the source wasn't very unknown. It turns out that he sent the letter to himself, a fact that he confirmed to the police, both verbally and in writing. You, you you got to pay attention, friends. We we've got to pay attention. You know how many people were probably so quick to jump on the bandwagon? Sounds like, and I'm guessing, but with a name like Lopez, sounds like he's Hispanic. Uh, do you do you think that maybe he's a Democrat? Well, I'm pretty sure that he is. Uh, I haven't seen or heard too many uh, Republicans trying to say they've been victims of hate crimes, especially when they just turn out to be a total hoax. That seems to be a continual nonstop. Uh, way that the Democrats are just trying to drive more division uh, against us Americans and paint us Trump supporters especially and conservatives the ones that are racist when they're the actual ones that are racist and they're cowards I'm glad that he was caught and found out for his crimes so uh, when it comes to the police I think we are uh, we're appreciative we all all of us that appreciate this great country that we have we love the fact that we do have law and order all you have to do is take a trip to any Democrat-controlled city where these mobs are just basically doing what they want, when they want, to whoever they want. And you'll see what a lack of law and order looks like. We've seen what took place in the city of the little Embarco of Chas, the Chop Center, the, their, their own little island, their own little uh, country that they had there that was full of nonstop riots and chaos. Now you'd think that anybody running for president would want law and order. They would want a strong police force. Maybe we need to add some things like body cams for all personnel, for all uh, law enforcement officers. We definitely need to add, as the president did in his executive order, a way for law enforcement officers that are accused of excessive force to be tracked to make sure that that doesn't go without being, uh, without being addressed. But for a presidential candidate, think about this. For a presidential candidate to suggest that we need to defund the police. He's chanting the same mantra that these whacked-out liberal, leftist, propagandists, Marxists, communists like Ilhan Omar and the rest of the squad are are marching and they're they're spouting. He's saying the exact same thing. This is in Joe Biden's own mouth, in his own words, from his own mouth.
1: Uh, surplus military equipment for law enforcement. They don't need that the last thing you need is an up armored humvee coming into a neighborhood it's like the military invading they don't know anybody they become the enemy they're supposed to be protecting these people so my generic point is but that Do we,
0: we agree that we can redirect some of the funding
1: yes absolutely one of the things that we also need to be doing
0: Redirect the funding from the police. Let's make it very clear that's what he's talking about. No, no, that's exactly what Ilhan Omar, that's exactly what all these lefty crazies are talking about, we don't need to redistribute or redirect funds from the police. We need to give them more. We need more police out there. And then add some money to it. Don't redirect. Add some money to programs that will help community engagement with the police. That's what we need to do. I can't even believe that this guy is actually the best that the Democrats have to offer as potential President of the United States. But look at their field, look at their base. And then, uh, you know, they always say that the enemy is rich old white guys. (laughs) Well, you look up rich old white liberal in the dictionary and I think right now you'll see a picture of Joe Biden himself. Absolutely ridiculous. Well, we've got this. This There's so many people that are out there so upset over all these people that held slaves and uh, even though they wound up letting them go, it was a part of the times. I understand. You know, it's something that's a stain on our country's history that we got out of, that we washed ourselves clean from, that the Republican Party was founded to fight against and created a lot of the civil rights and civil liberties that we have in this country. Uh, overwhelmingly support by the Republicans is what got the civil rights bills. Both of them passed. Several of them passed. But we cannot forget friends why isn't why is it that there's nobody that's talking about this guy that not only owned slaves but had children as slaves this could be a touchy subject i hope i don't go anywhere on any of these platforms but just in case text my name david to 53445 text my name two five three four four five and you'll get on my text blast alert if anything happens I'll let you know where you'll be able to find me one more time that's David text my name two five three four four five so here we have this man oh yeah Muhammad, he owned slaves four of his slaves were black and he was involved in the slave trade will black lives matter go after Muslims because their prophet their beloved prophet owned and sold slaves unlike most cultures Muslims had slaves from many different cultures. Four of Muhammad's slaves were specifically from Africa. So if Jefferson and Washington are banned for owning slaves, should Muhammad be allowed to uh, remain? Uh, and if, and if Washington is to be banned, what about the Washington Post or that liberal rag from the capital of Ohio, the Columbus Dispatch? Shouldn't their names also change? In the, in the midst of this con- nonstop cancel culture, friends, where does it stop and why does it stop? against certain people why does why don't they go after everybody well it's because it's political it's because they want division and it's because they only want to target the individuals, the historic figures that seemingly fit their narrative that's why we haven't heard anything whatsoever about Muhammad or any of these other individuals Lenin, their statues of communist leaders that literally slaughtered millions of people their statues aren't being touched that should tell you something, should tell you a lot when it comes to the police, I'm glad to see the police in certain areas are actually having their own handcuffs taking off of them and are fighting back. And that's exactly what we've got in this clip where this jacknut thought he was going to get away with smacking a cop over the head only to find out that oh no, justice was coming and coming very soon. <laughs> It, it just it does feel a little bit good when you know how much of this chaos that these protesters, these criminal terrorists have been uh, invoking on so many s- seemingly innocent individuals, a lot of innocent individuals. a lot of innocent individuals have lost their lives in the middle of these protests. so many men, women and children, and a lot of black women men, women and children as well. It's pretty disgusting when you think about it to, so to see the police actually doing their job, being able to do their job, it's something that's nice to see for a change. I think the only other way we would be able to see that kind of justice is if all of us took up our arms and went out all of us at the same time. It wouldn't happen with just 10 or 15 or 20. It would literally take an army of us going out to say, no, not here, not going to happen. Just like that couple in St. Louis, Missouri did to protect their own home. That's what it might take. Hopefully we don't have to get there. Well the far left's breathe act calls on states to expand voting to get this undocumented people yeah that's right they want all those that are undocumented here in our country illegally to be able to have a say so in your and I matters in this country in the House, far leftists Rashida Tlaib and Ayanna Presley have proposed legislation, uh, legislation that have, that they've named the, they've named it the Breathe Act. It's kind of like Planned Parenthood. They're not planning any parenthoods and nobody's going to be able to breathe literally if they pass this, which could easily have been named the You Can't Fix Stupid Act. I, I, I got, I think I like that one much better. The law would allow illegal aliens to vote in every state and local election. This is being proposed by Democrats in the House. Other provisions include reparations, defunding the police, and defunding ICE. They wanna take out anybody that's here to bring law and order. It also includes enfranchising all formerly and presently incarcerated people in federal elections. Also, oh, if you're in jail, it doesn't matter your charges, you can still vote in our federal elections. Creating a public financing program for campaigns that are powered by small donor contributors, well, that's right for fraud. It also makes it legal for past and present prison inmates to vote in all elections because, as we all know, felons are the base of the Democrat Party, not to mention office holders. You just cannot fix stupid and you can't even make some of this. You can't make this stuff up. It's, uh, it's gotta be a feeding, absolute, absolute feeding ground for some of these, uh, cartoons like South Park that are constantly making fun of what's going on in today's day and age. Yeah, you, you just cannot make this stuff up, friends. So here, when it comes to uh, when it comes to the reason why people think that Trump supporters are racists or why we're white supremists, I've been called a white supremacist. I've been called out by black individuals. I've been called it by white individuals, by Hispanic individuals. But you know, when you're white, well, you vote for this president or you support him, you're automatically, you must automatically be a white supremacist. I like Caitlyn Bennett. I like how her, uh, I like her stance. Uh, I like how she can get right in the middle of the dogfight and she she hits back with common sense and asking the other person to also use common sense. So here's a little daily lesson from Caitlin. Are you voting for Trump? Yep. White supremacist. How? How can you say that? How can I say, if you vote for vo- Donald Trump, you're a white supremacist? How? How, because you support
1: that man in office. That's
0: not an argument. I'm gonna need proof that that makes me a white supremacist. You're gonna have to break I down the I, argument? I that it's not my job to say that. You just accused me of being a white supremacist. You should are be you able to back that up. Trump?
1: Are you voting for Donald Trump? I sure that's am. My, that's my proof. Are you voting for Joe Biden? Yes, I am. Then you're a pedophile. No. Yes, I'm you are. a pedophile. You're a pedophile. How? You like to sniff kids.
0: Can you say Black Lives Matter without saying All Lives Matter? I will not say Black Lives Matter. No, it's a Is communist it? organization that wants to destroy the nuclear family. They have said they want to tear down statues of Jesus, and I don't agree with that. So no, I will not chant the chants from a communist organization. You, say you don't believe Black Lives Matter? I do not like that organization, and they have corrupted that that phrase. And I will not say it. No. Will you say White Lives Matter? No. <laughs> The common sense and then just pushing it, putting it right back in these idiots, they're really idiots. It's really the only way to to call it. I'm sorry if you're watching this and you're on the side that's supporting this BLM movement, you got to turn around and ask yourself, why? When they're an openly Marxist, communist organization that is anti-everything that's made this country great. They're anti-the American family values, patriarch family values. They don't want a nuclear family. They don't want a man and a a woman to be married and then have kids. That would be the absolute destruction of any culture. And yet that's exactly what they're pushing for. And yes, they're very much anti-Christ. They'd love to uh, and have demolished some very, very honoring and uh, holy descriptions of the Messiah, of Mary... Uh, things that should just be held in in respect they don't have any respect for it they want to tear it all down they're anti-american well this story comes it's uh, it's a pretty quick video but I absolutely loved it I thought I wanted to bring it to you because it puts a smile on your face for heroes they don't all wear capes and they don't all wear blue or black uh, I believe our law enforcement officers are heroes but this guy this guy comes in with a very heroic act uh, former, he it turns out he's a former wide receiver catches a three-year-old thrown from the balcony that was engulfed in flames. Shocking video footage shows a former college football wide receiver and U.S. Marine making the most important catch of his life, catching and saving a three-year-old that was thrown from a three-story balcony of a completely engulfed uh, apartment. Philip Blanks, 28, said he sprang into action Friday when he heard a bunch of commotion going on outside of his apartment and he ran to find out what was going on. He noticed there was an apartment completely engulfed in flames and there was a woman getting ready to toss her son to another man standing close by. Here is the video. Keep it right here in this article. Unbelievable, look at that. Oh, whoa. It's a good thing he was there because that guy that was going to catch that kid did not catch that kid. Let's watch that again. Watch. This This guy right here, he's supposed to be the one about to catch this kid. Look how far away he is from this kid when he almost hits the ground. Oh, a little farther. Whoa. Not all heroes wear capes So to that young man right there Philip Blanks Great job, great catch And uh, it looks like that young boy uh, Got out unscathed Which is a beautiful thing Got a video for you from the president coming up uh, I got a video for you that The liberals don't want you to see First uh, But first we'll talk about OAC and the squad uh, Announcing a bill to defund the police They're still at it not return the money, and other stuff that they want to do. I think I covered some of this already. I've got two sites now, djhjmedia.com. Please check that on a regular basis throughout the day when you want to get the latest and most up-to-date news and information. And my uh, site I've had from the beginning, davidharrisjr.com. They have different articles on both sites, so there are great news there. On Tuesday, radical leftist monsters who happen to be members of Congress proposed federal legislation to defund the police and set up reparations for people who are either black or were harmed by the police. So this is similar to the one of the story I already showed you other than uh, just declaring that they want to defund the police. I'm going to get to this video right here. This is what the liberal mob, the liberal media does not want you to see. They don't want you to hear about anything that this president has done for the black community. He's supposed to be racist. He's supposed to be a bigot. He's supposed to be sexist. He's supposed to have not paid his taxes. He's supposed to have uh, colluded with Russia. He's supposed to have colluded with Ukraine. None of it. None of it. It all falls into the same category. Fake. Fake. News, you want to see some real news? You want to see some truth that you won't see on your liberal mainstream media? Here's the head, the advisor appointed to, uh, on the president's behalf, to work between the president and the head of historical black colleges and universities. And what he has to say about what this president has done for these colleges and universities is truly amazing. Hey, Taylor, as you know, and I'm your
2: appointee. And I want to start by saying thank you. Uh, I remember being right across the hallway in 2017 when you appointed me to be your advisor, the chairman of the President's Board of Advisors on Historically Black Colleges and Universities, HBCUs. And, frankly, there were people who questioned whether or not anything would really come of that and if you were really committed. I remember visiting with the Vice President, Vice President in the room just across the hall, actually, and you met with 60, almost 70, of our Historically Black Colleges and university presidents they came to visit and you all welcomed us i remember meeting with secretary devos early on and there was all of this commitment to hbcus and frankly the naysayers didn't think you would make good on it the three of you and you did so let me start by thanking you thanking you for remaining committed to the country's 101 historically black colleges and universities and allowing me Uh, to be uh, the chairman of the board that advises you all collectively on HBCU, so thank you. Um, Listen, you've done great by us so far. I mean, since 2017, every year our budgets have increased, but not just financially, but the true support of our institution. Every
0: single year their budgets have increased. (laughs) Are you kidding me? That didn't happen under Barack Obama, not every single year. And this president gave more each year than Obama ever gave in any of his eight years. If he was supposedly for black lives, he invited uh, members of BLM to the White House. If he was supposedly for that movement, that mission, why did he hang historical black colleges and universities out to dry. It's exactly what he did. They had to go back begging the government for money every single year so that they could then plan their budgets and knew, know that they were going to be able to hold class and even stay open. You won't hear that on the mainstream media because they don't want you to hear that because it doesn't fit their narrative that they've continually piled on year after year, month after month, day after day that this president is a racist. Well, there's nothing that could be further than the truth from the truth. And while the mainstream media and Democrats are trying to do everything they can to dismantle our country, literally defund the police, destabilize our country, and take over and let socialism run its course and and, uh, become law of the land, while they're steady doing that, our president is meeting with world leaders, meeting with the president of Mexico. The president of Mexico made his first trip out of the the country, uh, and he did that to meet with our president for the historical new act that this president has put in place that is going to prove to be truly truly beneficial for us and even for the Mexico uh, the people of Mexico. Here's a little clip from our president with uh with the president of Mexico today.
1: It's my tremendous pleasure to welcome everyone to the White House with my good friend President Lopez Obrador of Mexico. We've had a very outstanding relationship. Mr. President, we're truly moved that you chose to make your first foreign visit since taking office, very successfully taking office, I might add, to be with us at the White House. The relationship between the United States and Mexico has never been closer than it is right now. And as the President said a little while ago, people were betting against that. They were actually betting against that. Uh, But it's never been stronger, never been closer. We're doing tremendous job together we're cherished friends partners and neighbors our cooperation is founded on mutual trust and mutual respect between the two of us and between our two countries and we honor the great dignity of both nations
0: are you kidding me to see our president speaking with uh, the president of mexico understanding that every single day every single day 1.6 1.6 billion dollars in trade flows between our two countries. The, uh, USMCA is, uh, it recommits North America to generating amazing prosperity to both countries. And while this president is all about creating jobs, creating prosperity, and creating safety and security for all Americans, on the other side, you've got Joe Biden that wants to defund the police, you've got Democrats that want to abolish our economic stru- our structure, our capitalistic way of, of, of living, our, our capitalistic society. Uh, you've, got, you've got law and order on one side, jobs on one side, you've got joblessness and socialism and uh, unstable, an unstable terrain, a very unstable terrain on the other side. Who are you going to support this year? Friends, vote red. Get in, get in and make sure in your local districts, in your, state, uh, in your state elections, and then also make sure for the president that you're supporting individuals that support our American way of life. Because that way of life is at stake this very year, like it has never been at stake before. This is the year we're either going to make it big, or it's all going to come toppling down. God bless you all. Thank you so much for choosing to spend a little bit of your day with me. If you haven't subscribed to the David J. Harris Jr. Podcast, please go do that today. And thank you for all the orders for uncorkedliving.com. I'm drinking my juice. I I couldn't get through my day without it. But uh, uncorkedliving.com. I signed so many little notes on all the orders that came in today. Our products are amazing. You'll love them. I know that you will. But thank you so much for your support. God bless you. Have a great rest of your evening. And we'll talk to you all tomorrow. Bye-bye.